This is Fearless Beauties, a podcast dedicated to developing voices of color in the beauty industry. We are talking to estheticians, skin specialists, and business owners to uncover best skin practices, tactical career tips, and ultimately, how we can create a better beauty industry together. I'm your host, Taylor Phillips. And I'm your other co-host, Alina Velez. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fearless Beauties podcast. Welcome to season three, episode 12, the final episode of season three. We are discussing the age of Instagram face. I am your host, Taylor, also known as Taylor Budgets. And I'm your other host, Alina, your certified advanced esthetician. So yeah, this episode, we are going to explore how social media, face tuning apps, and plastic surgery have led us into the age of Instagram face. So yeah, let's get on into it. What the heck is Instagram face though? Like, I really, <laughs> really didn't know this was a thing. Me either. Um, but apparently it's a whole social trend. Um for women in particular to adjust their features to conform to a single template. So that's accomplished with fil- filters or uh, cosmetic surgery. Yeah. So like fillers and Botox, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things that are less invasive these days, because um, I was reading an article and they said that plastic surgery used to be this very risky, don't know what you're, how you're going to look basically at the end of it you know, going under the table, as they call it. Is it under mm. the table? Under the knife. <laughs> under the knife. Jesus. I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> under the knife. Yeah. Uh, but these days you can go in and out. Like you can get your Botox and fillers and then go back to work. So. Yeah. That instant gratification without all the the downtime. Exactly. But- What's weird is that, you know, it's kind of becoming a thing where everybody's starting to look the same. And mm-hmm. that's what they're calling Instagram face is right. everybody's got high cheekbones and got their lips done and porcelain skin and cat-like eyes, mm-hmm. right? Contoured cheekbones, the projected chin, like I didn't know that was a thing. Or um, they said, like when you um, turn to the side, your chin makes a 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned lips are pouty. Right. What's influencing this, right? So we got to look back at um, just the the South Asian influence, for instance, with brows or African-American mm-hmm. influence, maybe with lips or a Caucasian influence on the nose. Very racially diverse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And we're just kind of piecing together all these things to make this unrealistic idea of beauty. Yeah. Taking bits and pieces from different races, which says a lot. It says it says two things for me. It says that society or the culture, quote unquote, doesn't think that there's a full beauty in one race. Yeah. Yeah, that does, it speaks, it speaks volumes for sure. And yeah. And then the second reason I can't remember, I had two reasons, maybe I'll get back to it, but it just, it's like, okay, we're taking the lips from 
black people. We're taking the the small nose from white people, the eyebrows from Asian people. I'm like, geez. Just let people be people. Right. Yeah. There's a few celebrities that have this quote unquote Instagram face and it's Kim Kardashian, of course. Mm-hmm. I am a huge fan of the Kardashians. <laughs> they honestly can do no wrong to me. I know that may be controversial in itself, but honestly, they can do no wrong. <laughs> love is we, love. Love is love. Right. <laughs> but also Megan Fox, Lucy Liu, Halle Berry, of course, Kylie. Mm-hmm. Kylie. Not too much Kendall, but Kylie. So, yeah. Um, And I think what has changed is that this is becoming okay. Yeah. Back in the day, people hid. Right. What they got done. Right. But now now people are doing their recording their whole procedure while they're Mm -hmm. in seeing their injector and stuff, which I mean, is kind of cool because it exposes like an insider view. And so for people who like do have anxiety disorders or stuff who might worry about what that kind of looks like and entails. Yeah. I just think it's become super like accessible to Mm -hmm. everybody. Like it used to just be like an, I feel like a more mature crowd with money. And now it just seems like everybody's kind of dabbling in a little bit. Yeah. The Gen X's or is it Gen X? The Gen Z's and Mm -hmm. the millennials they're doing it now. Like Mm -hmm. young twenties. And they say it's more enhancing than fixing what you think is wrong. It's, yeah, I like my face because I believe we talked about this in the last episode. Like, it's starting to become trendy loving yourself and mm-hmm. the whole skinimalism thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe with this episode, we kind of went backwards because there is a there is a skinimalism that exists. But then there's also the side of all this Botox and fillers to look a certain way. So I think that it's kind of like a fine line between I like how I look, but I want to look like the people that I fan over me uh-huh. on know. my socials. Yeah, no, definitely. Right. And I think that it kind of started back in 2013 when Facetune was released their slogan promise to help you wow your friends with every selfie. And mm-hmm. so honestly, I personally never had Facetune, but growing up, yeah, um, I feel like our equivalent growing up was Adobe Photoshop. Yeah, I think that when I first started hearing about Facetune, mm-hmm. it was around the Snapchat era, era. And it was crazy how many people, one, admitted to it. Because like I mentioned, it was... Like changing the way you look was so hush. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, a, yeah, I use Facetune. You don't like you not using Facetune is like, well, what are you doing with your life? Right. You know, it's funny, though, because I just thought of this. I just remember this. I was working at Nordstrom. One of my coworkers that I was working with, I had, I had posted a picture. I was thinking about posting a picture. I showed it to her. I'm like, girl, <laughs> Should I post it? Whatever. Anyways. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, yeah, but send it to me first. I'm going to, I'm going to edit it a little bit and I'll send you back. I was like, oh, okay. She sends it back. My butt's bigger. No way. Yes. Yes, girl. (laughs) I was like, um, (laughs) Uh 
So that's the kind of memory I have with with Facetune and those kinds of apps. It's like I thought it looked good already, and then it's just crazy to think of what other people think is going to be even better. You know, like oh, this is a cute picture, but it would be better if you just if you just you know added a little bit more here, and you know what I mean? Because it's what celebrities look yep, like. Yep, it's what we're seeing. So the money that celebrities have to get this permanent or semi-permanent fix is what Facetune is for us people who can't mm-hmm. afford it right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> True. Well, no, truly. So because I had read an article um, that this gal went to a consultation to see a Beverly Hills injector that does all the all the celebrity injectables, you know, and um, yeah, all the all the things. <laughs> Sounds so funny. <laughs> Just to give you an idea of pricing, after her consultation, she was priced for filler in her cheeks, fifty five hundred to sixty nine hundred. To inject her chin was the same price for her Botox. I don't know if it was a full face situation, but it was twenty five hundred dollars. So uh, it can get real pricey real quick. It can, yeah. When I heard twenty five hundred, I said that's actually not that bad. And <laughs> if I had an extra thirty thousand laying around, <laughs> girl, <laughs> would you? Um, no, I don't think I would. But I don't know. <laughs> right. Never say never. I guess, but. Um, I I like to think I have more of a progressive approach with injectables because I do personally, I receive Botox every three months Mm -hmm. um, for my my glabella area, like my eyebrows in between my eyebrows. And it it works. It's a little expensive, but I'm not Mm -hmm. spending thousands. It's like three twenty five every three months, every three months, which, you know, I mean, it's it's not not cheap. It's not cheap, but it's not bad. But I've been really happy with it and it has helped me with my self-esteem. So, okay, so, yeah, that was going to be the question I asked. Like, Mm -hmm. how how does it make you feel now? And that's what I was saying. Like, it it enhances. It doesn't fix. I think that we're heading more towards us loving how we look, but there's nothing wrong with enhancing or just making ourselves feel a little bit better. And it's okay to try to look your best for me. I grew up with dudes like picking at my nose because it was big. And there's many times where I could have just went and gotten a, a, what, a smaller nose. But I think that, one, it's important to do the self-esteem work before doing any treatment and then go get the treatment if you still want it because there's nothing wrong with it. But please don't think that it's going to help. Like it's going to eliminate your low self-esteem about a certain area of your body because it won't because you're essentially doing it to look like someone else. And what if that someone else that you're emulating goes and does something else? Like, okay, now I got to go do this. It's an end, never ending. Right. Yeah. Because these people have money. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have money. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Uh, So don't go broken in debt trying to uh, look like someone else. Definitely. Don't go broke. And and it's just, 
it's getting kind of weird. I mean, one of the articles that I read, she um, she referred to the Instagram face as she says it's a single cyborgian. Is that how you say it? Cyborgian face. And I had to Google what cyborgian meant. It means half human, half machine. Ah, that makes sense. Uh Have you ever seen that movie, iRobot? Yes. Like, yeah. So it's very plastic. Yeah. I think that, you know, there's a fine line between, Mm -hmm. you know, boosting your self-esteem, doing the inner work and all that, feeling really good. And then just trying to look like somebody else. Um, right. Cause it's, just, it's, just, it's a strange thing. It's a strange thing to imagine like everybody looking the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's scary. Yeah. I honestly never noticed it until I did research for this, for this episode, mm-hmm. because of course I have Instagram and I scroll and I love the Kardashians. Like even Chris, like you see the high cheekbones, yes. and the pouty lips, like you yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. And but I never noticed how many others do the same thing. But I guess mm-hmm. that's what the Instagram baddies are. Yeah, like you know the Instagram baddies. <laughs> uh, it's like I, I was. I was reading an article and they said that there's this Instagram page called Insta Repeat. And it's basically a page on Instagram that illustrates the platform's monotony. So Mm. they take the same pictures taken by different people. And they put it in a in like one photo, like they put in like a mini grid. Yeah, it's basically telling you that. People are taking the same type of photo because it's trendy or because it's cute. Like, for example, someone's hand holding up a leaf in front of a waterfall. Like people are literally traveling to have these kind of pictures. Yeah. Just snap a picture and go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And like not really experiencing what's around. Like just imagine mm. someone say, I want to take a picture just like that for my Instagram grid because the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And then going <laughs> and finding a beautiful waterfall and finding a leaf and taking a picture of it and going home. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I think I think you're onto something there because there is something really powerful when you can be super present in the moment and take it all in because... I don't know if I'm going down a rabbit hole, but no, I don't think so. Um, they go to the this you know for say waterfall, and they go take this picture. But had they just paid attention to the whole scenery, mm-hmm. they they missed out on X, Y, and Z. They missed out on fish in the water or a beautiful sunset behind or. You know, Maybe there's this, this cute guy that you know like staring you down. He's yes. your future husband. Like. Yes, or some birds <laughs> chirping in the. You know what I mean? I, it's just yeah, and we can apply it to the topic today because there's people out there who are not doing the work to increase their self esteem by doing those positive affirmations mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, and looking for that quick fix by scrolling mm-hmm. on social media, right? And then bouncing like, okay, I got this done. Whew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think too, to kind of like connect to what I just said about um, the waterfall and stuff. I think my mind goes to all of the 
the races and cultures that we've taken all these different things from, if we could really know, like, I feel like a lot of people don't know that high cheekbones are, you know, usually Native American. Like people don't really recognize uh, these particular things. So I just feel like if more people who appreciated it and admired these cultures and ethnic backgrounds that are receiving these treatments, they should talk about it. They should Mm -hmm. talk about it and pay homage and like acknowledge it because there is true beauty that goes back many, many years in, in these cultures and ethnic backgrounds. And I just think that they should, they should give respect where it's due. (laughs) Right. Truly. And just imagine the first person to ever have anything done, for example, the high cheekbones, they were emulating someone that had natural high cheekbones because they were Native American. Imagine what that person's like, how are you trying to get something (laughs) that is like a part of my culture and trying to call it like the it thing? Like, this is how I was born. I read in the article, the same the same article where you mentioned that the woman, she went to the Beverly Hills plastic surgeon and he mentioned that there's a lot of people that come in that want certain things, but he has to tell them no mm-hmm. because their DNA is not meant to have that. Right. Like, for example, oh, he has a Caucasian client come in. No, you cannot have high cheekbones because that's just mm-hmm. going to mess up. One, you're going to look ugly. And yeah. two, it's just not what your DNA is meant to Doesn't fit the, their facial structure. Right. And that's right. why you see so many people looking like a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Because they want something that doesn't fit them. Right. Right. And it's like, that is why you have to do the inner work. Mm-hmm. Why do you want it so bad? To where you think this is cute? Mm -hmm. Like, you look like a train wreck. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. You've seen those people. Mm -hmm. Like, where it's like they had so much work done that they don't even know where it went wrong. Yeah. It's like they took pictures of all these people who probably were born that way and say, I want this on my face. But some doctors just care about the money it's true and they're not gonna tell you mm-hmm. what will and won't look right for me i would have been like no you're not about to post this and put my name on it we're not gonna have you walking out of this office looking like that i agree you gotta pay homage to the cultural backgrounds right yeah like because where it originated from let's be honest a lot of the people that are taking bits and pieces from these cultures are white women or mm-hmm. European descent. And so I just think it's it's just the respectful thing to do because we've taken so much land and so much rights and so much, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And we've taken and then we're gonna and then we're gonna take your your beautiful cheekbones and your beautiful lips and your no you know what I mean? And it's your like, corn rolls. It, I mean, come on. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Right. Like yeah so yeah very much so mm-hmm. and and that's the thing we could have went down a rabbit hole Alina but we didn't you see how we just <laughs> brought it right back <laughs> yeah. seriously though yeah. that's that's honestly if you think about it like people may say like y'all doing too much no if you really think about it like it's cultural appropriation mm-hmm. 
100%. Like, you're getting lip fillers. Why? Mm-hmm. And where did you get it from? Where did you find this? Yeah, who made that cool? Right. Yeah. So, hey, hey. <laughs> <sighs> so I think we can talk about some of the social media apps that have kind of brought on this temporary filler Botox. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So one is Snapchat. They launched in 2011. And of course, they were originally known as the app that, as the app where messages disappear. Because I know when I first started using Snapchat, I was like, where did my message go? (laughs) Like, I would want to provide proof to my best friend that he likes me and now (laughs) I can't find it. And that's probably before I realized I can do a screenshot. But yeah, we need the Uh, receipts. We need the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, they have escalated into this this filter app, basically. I know I was at my brother's basketball game last night and my brother's girlfriend was on Snapchat with my daughter and they were just doing all these filters. Like for like the whole hour, they were just going swipe, swipe on the Snapchat filters. And I haven't been on Snapchat in like four or five years. So I don't know all the filters, but (laughs) truly it's crazy. Yeah, One of them, like you look like a different person. Like you look like yourself, but you look like a, you know. Oh my gosh. If if it's crazy. So um, they're allowing you to become intimately familiar with what your face would look like. If you were 10% more attractive. Wow. So if you were thinner, had smoother skin, larger eyes, fuller lips. And I agree with that. Like there's this one filter on Instagram. I think it's called 4K. I use it all the time because it makes my skin look smoother or like no acne. Actually not acne, dark spots, because I'm still trying to get rid of the dark spots on my face. And like, I don't like them. So I'm going to not want to show them. So the 4K filter, I still look like myself just without the dark spots. And I use it and I ain't afraid to say it. (laughs) But but yeah, that's that's what it's done. But it's like we talked about the self-esteem aspect. Mm hmm. If you go on these apps and immediately like, where's my filter? Where's my filter? Where's right. my filter? Before I post anything. So speaking of Instagram, I think it's become, like I mentioned earlier, it's becoming more acceptable to say, yes, I have fillers. Yes, I have Botox. Yes, I use Facetune. And people not judge. It's okay now. But what I think is amazing is that Instagram has taken out certain filters associated with plastic surgery and not where you look like a different person, but the name. So there were two filters, one named Plastica and another one named Fix Me that were very popular and Instagram removed them because it gave off that negative, I guess, connotation that you need to fix yourself or you need to look plastic in order to look beautiful. And I agree with them because it's wrong. It's it's like you're telling teenagers who are probably 95% of Instagram that 
you don't look good. So you use this filter to look better. And yeah, yeah. that's not not great. So So watered down. It's so watered down. Um, Mm -hmm. I had saw this quote and it was like, everything is cracked. That's what lets the light in. So it's like everybody, everybody's flawed. Everybody's broken. Like that's what brings life into us. And so I think that when you can get to that place of like, you're doing the self work, you know, you're, you're doing your skincare regimen, you're drinking your water, you're doing your affirmations, that 1% effort every single day. It's like the compound effect, you know, like six months, 12 months from now, um, it's all going to add up and you're going to feel better naturally. And sure, maybe you still want Botox at the end of that, you know, Um, or you want to get your lips done. That's cool. But if you're forever searching for this happiness from outside sources, happiness is within us and Mm -hmm. you just, you just got to dig a little bit and find it, you know, do the work. Um, But I agree. And honestly, I think that's, a great end to the podcast episode <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that no I think that it's it's just the moral of this episode is you know it's okay mm-hmm. to get fillers Botox even go under the knife mm-hmm. but just make sure you make sure before you do that it's not because you don't love yourself mm-hmm. or maybe your boyfriend told you that you have a big nose or yeah. you have a flat ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it stems back to when you're in fifth grade and some kid told you you had a hairy face. <laughs> right. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It can go back years. Trauma trauma right. really can, but it, it really can't. So yeah. just, just do the self-work. Mm-hmm. No one said it's easy. Yeah. And just make sure you love yourself before you yeah. Because we love you. <laughs> yes, we do. And you're a fearless beauty. No, that's right. <laughs> you are a fearless beauty. Oh, mm. Anyway, you all, that is the end of season three. Yeah. Thank you wow. all so much for listening. Man, it's been magical. Um, just so cool to, to get to know you more, Taylor. And to yes. Same to you. Let our uh, listeners get to know us, too. It's been fun. Yes, and for those who don't know, I live in Florida. Alina lives in Oregon. Mm-hmm. So we're literally on opposite sides of the country, and we're yep. friends. Yep, different Just time zones podcast. and everything. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. crazy. So. so That's amazing. So we, we will see you all soon. Yeah, we'd love to connect with you on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at True Skin Lab. And me at Taylor Budgets. And, of course, Fearless Beauties at Fearless Beauties. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're missing us, um, you know, as we take this break towards season four, you can um, just listen and catch up to our old, our older episodes. And our YouTube channel at Fearless Beauties Podcast. Go check us out. And yeah, I think that's it. We will see you all soon. Be safe. All right. Take care. <laughs>